0: What's up, everybody? I'm Danielle.
1: And I'm Rob.
0: Welcome to Streamiverse, a 10-minute podcast rooted entirely in spite.
1: We used to be a podcast about Quibi, but they sent us a cease and desist. So now we talk about everything that streams.
0: Quibi's not the only game in town, honey. We're all stuck at home for the foreseeable future, so let's watch some trash together.
1: Here's what's going on today in the Streamiverse.
2: Hi, guys. Hey.
0: Hi, how are you?
2: I'm good. I'm having a kind of a fanboy moment right now. I am such a big fan of you oh, guys. wow. <laughs>
0: wow. Thank you so I, much.
2: Uh,
1: I've heard everything.
0: Have you? And,
1: uh, <laughs> and, yeah. And, I have lots of thoughts. And what do you, how do you feel now that you've heard everything? Yeah,
0: how are you <laughs> feeling? And just so you know, uh, we're, we're already recording, just so you know. Okay.
1: Good, good, good. Uh, I feel, um,
2: you know, it, it's funny. It's like I, I think a lot of the creative people you have on here have a lot of the same thoughts. I'm not sure that they're going to express it. But, um, you know, I think they have a lot of the same thoughts. I, I think for me, the whole Quibi thing was so fascinating because we had a really high profile show, you know, and we had we, they, we had a lot of eyes on us. Yeah, And it um, there was just no thought that it wouldn't work, mm-hmm. I think, among us that right. we didn't even were willing to go there with it. And we just thought, well, it has to work. And then sure enough, it uh, doesn't seem to be.
1: Yeah, well, I mean, it must have been exciting, you know, like, I think that was the whole thing that drew everyone into Quibi was like, you know, it's this, I mean, even though I think a lot of us at first knew it was a bad idea, it was like, maybe it's a risk and maybe it'll be crazy enough to work.
0: Yeah, there was enough of like, but it could still, it has enough people behind it, it has these big stars, it has all this money. And there was enough mystery surrounding it that it was like, oh, no, they could be doing something really cool. Yeah.
2: Yeah. Yeah. Um, I just, you know, for me, it's like, of course, it represents like the out of touchness and all that stuff that you guys have have said is super, super true. But I think the one thing for me, the biggest thing that I'm noticing is that, you know, they forget the kids on the Internet. They're not used to like having these sort of arbitrary gatekeepers for their content. So, yeah. you know, when we came up, we we're used to having to pitch to execs. We we're used to, like, having to, you know, get past that level of, of these gatekeepers. But kids on the Internet, that's a very foreign concept to them. And I think, like, what we're seeing is, and I was DMing you this, is that, like, this is an, an overthrowing of a, of a creative class, and I'm super here for it.
0: Yeah, it's almost like... The young the younger generation that maybe Quibi was trying to aim at, like, resents the idea of Quibi. <laughs> yeah.
2: It's in, it all comes down, I think, to authenticity. And you guys were saying this too, is that like TikTok is just like a beacon of authenticity. Like these things are just super authentic. And the minute that people, audiences in this space feel like they're getting things forced on them, especially in such a pristine like way, it's just it just rings as a little false, I think. And you know, I, I, I'm rooting for Quibi. God, I, I want them to work so bad. I want to work for them more. I had a great experience working with them, but I just, it, after getting on this side of like, how did, how did they not let screenshots happen? <laughs> right. I mean, like, I can't, I can't believe that.
1: Yeah. I mean, and just so, you know, everyone that's going to listen to this conversation knows who we all are. So you, are the executive producer Punked on Quibi, and you you also produced What's that?
2: Co-executive, co co-executive, co-executive,
1: co-executive producer on on Punked uh, on Quibi, but then also you worked on the original Punk too, right?
2: Yeah, season I worked on season nine for MTV, and um, the thing at Punked is a, is the most difficult show to make in the world, mm-hmm. so it, we you kind of have to think about Punked differently from other shows. As far as how was it working for Quibi, what this Punk version? It was great. They were awesome. Yeah.
0: Was there? When you say they, who are you speaking about specifically? Brian
2: Tenthom was our exec, and I don't know him very well. Um, Like I maybe have had one personal conversation with him. He mostly dealt with Jason Goldberg, who's the creator of Punk. But that guy knows what he's doing. Um, It's just it. It seems like there's a lot of old school approaches for a very new school world. Yeah.
1: And was there any, like when you guys were making the show, like I'm sure old versions of punk felt different than this new version of punk. Was there any like red tape on like what you could do, what you couldn't do? Was there like a line that you would go too far with a, with a a stunt? Anything like that? Yeah.
2: Always. Yeah. In this iteration though, we had a lot of, uh, A lot of people watching that though chance as a host was very very uh direct about wanting nothing to be mean-spirited and so was the net uh, the studio mtv quibby really kind of let us do our thing and if anything they they had our backs majorly um and there's a couple you know specific things that that they did that that really showed us from the outset like these guys have our backs They, they don't know what they know that we know how to make this show, and it's a specific show. Yeah. But I think for the biggest red tape that I found, honestly, was it's a different world right now. And I think as you know, it's you just don't want to be punching down, and that's hard to do on a show that is inherently very antagonistic.
1: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
2: And you know, it's it's not a happy-go-lucky show as much as I think we tried to make it a little bit this season, and I think it suffered a little bit for that.
0: Yeah, yeah, it's tough because like you'd think the the premise of pranking celebrities as opposed to normal people is sort of punching up because they have more wealth and fame than most people could ever imagine. Yeah. But um, I don't know, I I, like pranks in general, maybe unless it's like Ellen, (laughs) (laughs) like forcing people through haunted houses. Yeah. People might have soured on a little bit.
2: Yeah. It's, it's a hard world for this show right now. And especially, you know, we first did it, there wasn't social media and there wasn't like this omnipresent, uh, you know, media sense. And, And now when we were doing it, it's, it's, it's just a much harder show to make. When we got Meg the stallion, we got Meg the stallion first and that was crazy. That was awesome. She's so awesome. and So funny. EJ, the guy that helped us is a true God. You gotta, if you haven't watched the episode, you gotta watch it for EJ alone. But, um, you know, while we were doing it, Megan, Meg, she posted videos of the gorilla onto her Instagram. <laughs> right. <laughs> We've never had to deal with that kind of thing before.
1: Yeah.
0: Yeah. And
2: as we were out there, word spread really quickly. And so, like, I got a lot of incoming calls that were like, hey, I know you're out there. Either don't mess with me or let me get, go get someone. So people were enthusiastic to do it. I found this time around, though, when it came down to it, people were a little more, a little more scared.
0: Yeah. Okay. Do you think it's, they were scared because it's punked or they were scared because it's quibby? Punked. Oh,
2: really? I, yeah. The Quibi thing really helped us, I think for, for the because most of, part.
0: Because, because of it, like, did you have a bigger budget?
2: We had a big budget.
0: Can you tell us how much?
2: I, 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 I won't, but I love you guys. <laughs> uh, but it, we had a lot of money and we went, over, way over on our, our, on our shooting schedule, but that's, that's punk that so you, you know, it's like you're trying to arrange for a star in your show and they don't know that they're on the show. So yeah. it, it's a difficult one. And would be really supported us, especially Brian. And I, you know, it, they were.
0: I'm curious because you mentioned like Megan, Meg put up the picture of the gorilla and that's its own can of worms. I'm curious about like what's in the contract for the stars of these Quibi shows, promo wise, because it feels like they don't do really that much. They do a perfunctory yeah. tweet or one perfunctory like appearance on Good Morning America and then totally abandon it.
2: Yeah, that um, that was a weird thing for us too. We, we I don't I don't really know the answer to the question, but they uh, you know, when when celebrities get punked, they get paid like a the minimum they get paid like 600 bucks or something yeah (laughs) and and, you know we we kind of asked them you know please tweet about it please get it out there i do think that meg's camp uh i i think there's a little frustration because quibi really used that clip a lot to to kind of market their platform so i think that people were like huh you know what what's the deal here but you know, I, I I don't really know. I think uh
0: Well what about for Chance, like for the host?
2: He had to do lots. He, had did he? lots and lots Yeah, he was always doing something, I felt like. And that guy's very busy, but they had him doing a lot.
1: And how did you guys land on Chance? Like were there other hosts that were, you know, considered uh, or was he particularly into it or
2: Yeah, he was. I mean, Jason Goldberg really did all this. Jason's the creator and he's the head of STX and he's just all around the most awesome dude. And he, you know, for him, it's all about the legacy of the brand. And he I, I can tell you, I know he had a couple top choices, but when Chance expressed interest, it was kind of a no brainer. Yeah. Um, other, you know, I, I think that like a lot of people would be a good fit, but Chance at the time was like it was mostly his enthusiasm and then it, it was just a great fit. Yeah. And he's he's just like so cool i heard so cool. i
1: heard some rumors that like david dobrik was in contention yeah. there you guys thought about having him be the host
2: uh for a i mean his name came up a lot we uh at the towards the end of the season i was working with him to try to get someone and we ran out of time so if and when we come back i think you'll see david uh involved a lot that's cool
0: so i thought that punk was one of the shows on quibi that was for sure getting a second season is that not true well,
2: we shot 20 episodes OK, so we, we there's one there's more coming.
0: OK, so they're saving the second batch for yeah. when people are paying.
2: <laughs> yes, I think, I, th- I think so. And they're pretty they're pretty damn good.
0: Right. Um, so it's it's just interesting. Like you mentioned that chance and I obviously we can all agree. Chance is a very talented, very yeah. likable uh, character, individual um, and that he was a good fit for the project. But do you feel like a little disappointed in terms of that he was he wanted to be nice. Like, isn't that a little bit uh, at odds with the idea of pop? Yeah,
2: of course it is. Uh, Of course it is. But but in fairness to chance, he from the outset, that was his thing. And so he made it abundantly clear from day one that he, you know, he wanted to bring more of sort of a jubilant celebratory uh, vibe to the show. And we were in. We wanted, we wanted to try it out. I, I do think at times the show suffered because of it, but I I, I just, it, it's not Chance's fault at all. Yeah, uh, yeah. I think anything we, you know, creatively, we, we could have, you know, maybe done a bit better at times, but there's some pretty good stuff on there. Yeah, I
1: mean, that's Chance's whole brand is like, you yeah, know, the good guy mentality. Is there a version yeah. of punk Like, let's say you had to take punk and put it in an alternate universe who is like the evil host that you would have loved yeah. to like stir, isn't up, available anymore. Yeah, stir up the pot, <laughs> get the juice. Yeah.
2: I have an answer. Um, Tayana Taylor.
1: Tayana oh, wow. Taylor. I don't even know yeah. who that is. Who is that?
2: She's the coolest in the world. And she helped us. I don't want to ruin it, but she helped us get a very, very big football player. Who's a wide receiver. I think you could probably guess it. Okay. And <laughs> um, he is just like, She's an artist. She's a dancer. She's just like, oh god, she's amazing. She really gets it. She knows how to. She knows how to bring the heat.
1: I'll have to look her up.
2: Yeah, yeah. she's great.
0: So, how? Other than just cu- out of curiosity, like, how did you feel the reception was? Because Punk's was one of the big shows that Quibi launched yeah. with. So, how did you feel about the launch? And now, I post-launch?
2: was. I was. um tremendously disappointed I I think and that's not me accusing anyone I I just think that we worked so hard on this show it took eight months to do something like that and then it kind of came out um, with a little bit of a whimper and for me I knew it was going to be an issue when the minute it came out, I, I was getting texts from people in each of the camps saying, why can't I screenshot? Mm. Why, why can't I share this? I don't know. I don't know how to share this. And, and as you guys know, you really only get one shot at that moment. Yeah. Right. So it's not like we can relaunch the Meg bit, which I think is our best bit, and have her kind of do a better job with tweeting and that stuff. I think she did a great job. I, I don't I, I really think the screenshotting thing hurt us bad real bad.
0: And as you mentioned, and I think this is a really great point, people who are watching things, especially if it's mobile first, want to feel an ownership over the content. They want to feel like I'm sharing, even if it's just like I'm sharing it with my friends, I'm the first to tell them about this. I'm the first person to tweet about this. Mm -hmm. Like we saw it even a little bit with the golden arm. Yeah. Like that person who tweeted that probably had a great time and brought so many people joy because, oh, my gosh, let's all laugh at this together. Yeah. And I bet a couple of people got Quibi because of that tweet.
2: Yeah. And I, you know, I, I remember being with Jason. And as soon as we watched the first cut and we saw Chance's laugh, we were like, oh, that's a meme that's going to get <laughs> all over the world. Yeah. Yeah. And not be able to do that was a, a pretty fatal
1: blow, I think, to our rollout oh shoot we ran out of time
0: but don't worry we'll be back every weekday for the rest of your lives
1: to see how this conversation ends tune in next time on Streamyverse.
0: and don't forget to rate subscribe and share with your favorite stream millionaires
1: see you in the streamy